And everyone, this is Camille Broderick, host of Camille's Demi Hour. On this show, we speak to a lot of different people in the food and wine world. However, today on the show, we're going to speak to someone who's more of the person behind the scenes and the event planner side. Her name is Molly Shapiro. She is known as the Preppy Hostess. She is an entertaining expert and social media influencer. She has many followers, has been on television shows, morning networks. She is many talents in one. So we are very fortunate to have her on the show. And without further ado... Good afternoon, and thank you for listening to Camille's Demi Hour on 89.5 Nantucket's NPR station. This is a 30-minute show dedicated to sharing an inside perspective of the Epicurean world here on Nantucket Island. You will hear from those voices who've helped create and represent this fascinating place. And lastly, we hope to educate on wine, healthy cooking, and the agricultural and sustainable community here on island. Thank you, everybody, again for listening. We are with Molly Shapiro, and she is the preppy hostess. Welcome, Molly. Thank you. So today, I'd love to pick your brain about how to throw a party, what is most important when planning an event. But of course, uh, your job may be a dream job for a lot of people. And I'm wondering, first of all, how you became an entertainer and a planner. How did this inspiration really get started? Was it a childhood memory, something that you were doing with your grandmother, one of those types of stories? Yes. So my mother has always been a fabulous entertainer. And, you know, every holiday she always went all out. Um, So I have these fond memories of fabulous birthday parties, and they weren't necessarily elaborate parties, um, but they were always great. Every detail was always covered, and that's really how I think I got into event planning and entertaining was my mother. And then in high school, the first event I really planned was my debutante party, and I did it with two girls who weren't so into event planning, so I got to plan the whole thing myself. And that was really where it sort of all began. And then I studied event management in college at uh, the University of Central Florida. And so what moments do you enjoy the most in that process? Because there's the idea formulation, and then there's so many logistics, and then there's the execution part. Where do you get that buzz? You know, I think in the end, when it all comes together, you know, there's all these little um, aspects of planning event from the beginning to, you know, the not so exciting things like the budgets. But I think in the end, when you see it all come together and you see the look on people's faces, um, when it turns out really good, that's what makes it all worth it. Now, there are a lot of, I think, young women who are aspiring to be either the next Martha Stewart or having X amount of followers on Instagram. So how do you stay fresh and who are your, and or what is your inspiration for the preppy hostess and your brand? You know, one of the most difficult parts of having a business like this is always being creative all the time and staying on top of all the trends and, you know, being popular because, you know, with Instagram and all the other social media sites out there, everyone is out there. So I find that traveling um, is a great way to draw inspiration and just like reading books and magazines and just staying on top of trends. And I've always looked up to you know, Martha Stewart, of course. I think she's one of the most 
fabulous hostesses out there. And Ina Garten, because, um, you know, her recipes and personality is just so great. And I think she makes guests feel so comfortable when they come, you know, come into her home on her show. And I think that's, you know, one of the most important things is having your guests feel really comfortable. Yeah, it's amazing. If you think about Martha Stewart, she's this icon. And I mean, for many, for many reasons. Yeah. But she she really did build this empire around entertaining, which I think is a great thing for the food and wine industry in general. But then Ina has this real personality. When you watch her on the show, at the end, you want to go over to her house every time. Right. And, you know, I mean, I would love to go to one of her dinner parties. And the great thing I love about Ina is that she makes her recipes aren't complicated. She doesn't have crazy decorations, you know, nothing crazy, but she keeps everything simple. And I think that's, you know, one of the most important things of planning any event. Right. So let's talk about some events. You specialize in more party planning. So everything from kids' birthday parties, talk about the range of things that you've done. Yeah, so I definitely focus on smaller parties, kids' birthdays, anniversaries, bridal showers, baby showers. So you like (laughs) to really be able to be hands-on, put personal touches on things. Yes. So what do you feel is trending now in the party event world? I think that with Instagram, there's so many ideas out there that everyone can view, but a lot of People are really into nations at parties, so like donut bars, cupcake bars, or like personalized drinks. Yeah, hot dogs, popcorn, yeah. ice cream trucks. Every party can benefit from one of those. I'm not, I can't think of any party that really wouldn't. Everyone loves that, like, eat with your hands type. It is food. funny. Parties allow you to be a little less formal sometimes. Right, um, yeah. I think that's a good party. I mean, nobody really wants to go to a stuffy party, even if it's, it can be really fancy, but it doesn't have to be uptight and stuffy. Do you feel that parties are getting more casual? Because even some of the dining scenes that we've seen, everything's a little bit more communal and sharing. Do you feel that that's being reflected within the event world? Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, most parties these days are casual events. Everything with the food to the drinks, it's just everything is definitely less less formal. Yeah. I think it's because of technology, too. I mean... A lot of people, you send out an invitation, which I think you should always mail your invitations, but, um, you know, they're sending them out on, online now. There's so many great sites where you can actually make pretty beautiful uh, digital invitations. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Molly Shapiro. She is the preppy hostess. She is a social influencer and a media entertainer, but ultimately helps plan great, great parties. But yeah, let's talk about invitations, manners, RSVPing. I feel that uh, RSVPing is, 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 is an optional thing nowadays. Uh, what are your thoughts on sort of the manners of the invites and RSVPs? All right. Well, when it comes, I sort of said earlier, um, I think it is so nice to receive a letter in the mail or an invitation in the mail these days. So why not do it? It you know, they're pretty inexpensive to do. A lot you can print yourself on the computer. And it's just so, I think everyone can agree, getting a letter in the mail is just so much fun. And I think it sort of psychs people up for your event, too, because it, it shows you put in a little extra effort. Absolutely. And it's and more, it's more as personal. as far as RSVPs go, I'm so old school at this. If somebody took, you know, the time to invite you to your 
their party, I think you totally have to RSVP, and I think you should do it as soon as possible. As a planner, it is impossible (laughs) to plan a party when you don't know how many people are coming. It's so hard, and I think if people, you know, again, are taking the time to invite you, you should show them the respect and, you know, reply whether you're coming or not. I couldn't agree more. I feel that people who don't RSVP don't throw parties because they don't know what an inconvenience it is. This trickles into restaurants. If you don't have reservations, how do you know what staff you're going to have to exactly. to take care of everybody or enough food, alcohol, every, everything really yeah, matters every, on that I mean, count. Every little detail. And so I always say when you get an invitation, r- respond within a Within the week, so you have it fresh, you don't forget because, you know, we're all busy, we all have a million things going on, and you stick it up on your fridge or throw it in a drawer and then you forget. So I think if you respond as quickly as possible, that's great for the person hostessing, and, you know, chances are they'll invite you you back because everyone wants to get invited back. One of your segments on one of your morning shows, you talked about bringing gifts, which a typical bottle of wine isn't, you can do more than that. You can be a little more creative, which is also shows that you care and are excited to be a guest. Of course, you know, who wouldn't love to receive a bottle of wine, right? I mean, champagne or um, a Prosecco is always good too, because it's sort of a little bit more for a celebration. But small things like a candle or fresh flowers and a vase, tea towels, those are all great gift ideas, and I definitely think you should do it, especially if you're an overnight guest. And in that case, I would actually spend a little bit more since you are spending more time there, but definitely think it's important, and whoever's hosting you will really definitely appreciate it. Yes, treat others as you would like to be treated is usually the the golden rule. Right, yeah, and I think, I guess I'm old school, it's sort of these things have been kind of slipping, but we got to bring them back. I guess that's my my new goal. So let's talk about what your average day is like. What are you working on and how much of your day is filled with inspiration and posting versus actual planning and throwing mm-hmm. parties? I think the last time we spoke, you were covered in frosting in your kitchen. She's yes. into these well, big like cakes, right? Day. I'm always covered in <laughs> frosting, confetti, uh, you name it. I guess it really depends. So on, you know, the mornings I do TV, which I do morning shows about every other week. And those mornings are bright and early, 4 a.m. I um, start getting ready and all this prep work for a three to five minute show, which is pretty crazy. And then days that I'm planning events, it's just putting things together, putting ideas together. And I think when you own your own business, you don't really ever take a day off because you're always thinking about it. I I think even on my days off, I'm always thinking, oh, this would be a great idea for this party or I could use this on TV. And then I'm always thinking of ideas for my blog. So on there, I share recipes, party tips, cooking or decorating a table um, just to give other people a little inspiration. Yeah, it must be hard to turn it off because everywhere you go, th- th- you have influences. From- yeah, and I, you know, I think that's good because sometimes, you know, like I said earlier, being creative can sometimes be difficult because you always feel this pressure to have a great idea or have the next great idea. And when you're traveling, that's a great way to sort of reset your mind and come up with other 
great ideas. I think that's why I love going to Nantucket so much, because that's, that's where I come up with my best ideas, I think. You want to share your story and, and what this island means to you? Well, I always tell everybody it's definitely my favorite travel place, and if you've never been, you definitely need to go. But I've been coming to Nantucket ever since I was a baby. Um, my parents met on Nantucket, and then I've been coming ever since I was born. My dad used to own the kite store on island called Sky's the Limit. So if you've been on island for a while, you probably remember that. And then my mom was a waitress at the Jared Coffin House. You know, we've been coming to Nantucket every summer. So all of my fondest memories have been from Nantucket in the summers that have spent there. So paint a picture of a perfect ideal party on Nantucket, if you could just create one right now. Uh, okay, well, this is really easy because it's my favorite spot. Definitely outside, and then I would have white linens with tons of hydrangeas because they're always so fabulous in the summertime there. And I would just do really simple appetizers and have just like a giant garden party. And what would you serve for beverages? I'm always into beverages. I'm into everything. A little rosé, some fun cocktails out on a deck. Being an entrepreneur and having your own business, what have you learned about this industry being, um, aside from having that constant sort of need to be creative and to inspire others, uh, is there anything that you feel like you're, you're learning as you go about the entertainment industry? Oh, yeah. Every day I think I learn something. When I buy things, I have a shop on my website now, and just doing the buying for that, I never knew there was so much math in uh, event planning. That's what I was trying to stay away from. (laughs) Well, so your site is going to have sort of like party favors and outlets for different things to find for entertaining, right? Yeah, so it's just going to be a simple way for people that aren't Um, don't necessarily like shopping for party supplies, like going store to store. They can buy a bag of party supplies, and it's sort of like a one-stop shop. That's fantastic. And they'll also have um, items like candles, extra plates, forks, really anything for kind of a casual party, like a birthday party, on there as well. So you can sort of add if you have more guests or just want a little something. So you're sort of following the trends of obviously people buying things online, but obviously convenience because I I love to entertain and I love party favors and decoration, but I too get boggled down and don't want to go to the party city, <laughs> party yeah. city, and, and wait for the balloons. And... Because you know I have a lot of young friends, and they, um, for example, one of my friends was planning a bachelorette party, and she just did not want to go out and get the plates, get the the ring party cupcake toppers and I was like this would be a great idea for for people like her that aren't into event planning and you know this is just their one-stop shop for a lot of people entertaining takes time and I think a lot of people don't have the time or necessarily the creativity to put all that effort into throwing a great party and I think people stress out I mean they really do I think they they panic and it's not as hard as people think it is. You just have to really be pretty organized. Yeah, and prepared. Plan it out. You have to plan it out. So what advice do you give to other people who are having parties? What are your kind of guru tips? Like I said earlier, definitely keep things as simple as possible. Um, You know, people love simple food, and it's also easy to prepare. And then just, you know, be comfortable. Be yourself. Um, If 
your guests see that you're stressed, they're not going to be enjoying themselves either. Nobody likes to see somebody stressed out running around. You know, don't skimp on the details of your event, putting extra effort into great flowers or a table setting is really important and I think guests really remember those little little, little touches. What yeah. about budgeting and trying to be efficient when you're entertaining with an yeah, economic exactly. conscience? Right. Yeah, because you know, entertaining can be really expensive even if you're having a small a small party. Um but when when you do keep things simple, that definitely helps. And what I would do is just when you're buying food and drinks, like have high quality items, but not everything has to be high quality. So get the things that really matter, like a high quality meat or, you know, a great drink. And then, for example, I just did a table, a whole entire dinner table of flat, like beautiful flowers, but I got them all at the grocery store and they were three bouquets for $10. And I just put them together myself. So there's a lot of ways, and I share um, on my website a lot of tricks like that, but keep it simple. Usually it's a great way to save, too, because it doesn't need to be so extravagant all the time. Yeah, being very resourceful is is a key to uh, entertaining, especially during the nice season. I mean, there's nature outside that you can take advantage of for table settings. Yeah, and I mean, if you're on Nantucket, the flowers there in the summertime cannot, it's the most beautiful place to find flowers. So yeah, use your yard, use what you have. And I think, you know, you can put a really beautiful event on. Well, if you're just tuning in, we are speaking with Molly Shapiro. She is the preppy hostess, an awesome entertainer and event planner. She is connected here to Nantucket. It comes here every summer and she's been featured on many TV morning network shows, talking to people about how to entertain. And she's sharing some of her tips with us today. I wanted to ask you how important you think entertaining is and how much of a reflection of is it of personalities and of where we are in our society? I think it's extremely important. And I think, you know, with all of today's technology and everyone having a million tabs in their brain open and always on, everyone's always on their phone, I think it is more important than ever to be hosting parties and celebrations. I mean, even if they're small, if you invite four friends over for dinner, I think it's just a great way to relax and unplug simple dinner party is just such a great way to do that isn't it I, I I do feel that I speak about this and it's an ongoing theme with our shows in the past is sort of that connection uh, between people and how much it actually is a therapeutic experience and people almost don't even realize it anymore but when you entertain at home or have dinner together in a private place, it's different than going out to a restaurant and just being with your friends because going that extra mile, inviting people into your home is a really unique and uh, special experience for, for you that you're sharing and the guests being there. It really is. And I mean, even myself, you know, I'm busy too. And I sometimes am like, oh gosh, I don't want to, you know, have this dinner party, right? Because it's, you think it's a ton of work, and here I think it's a lot of work, and that's what I do for a living, so I can imagine what <laughs> other people feel. But after it's done, I am so happy I did it, and I can't wait for the next one. You know, it's sort of like exercise, I guess, right? Nobody, for the most part, um, a lot of us don't want to go out and exercise, but once you do, it's great. 
And it's true. So and, it, and it gets get out e- there and entertain. Yeah. And it gets easier. I know whenever I have people over or I'm having a dinner party, I know my routine. I know what I do for my, you know, my setup for my hors d'oeuvre hour and where my cocktail napkins are. And I try to really make it special every step of the way. And if you sort of have your setup, you really end up getting used to it. And yeah, and like anything, I mean, the more you do it, the better you're, you're going to get. You're going to realize what works, what doesn't. You're going to see what people drink and what people eat. And I remember one of the first parties I had, I made this beautiful cheese board. And this was when I was in like college. And I served whole pieces of cheese. So people had to you know, actually do the work and cut it, cut it themselves. And nobody really ate it. And I was like, what? Um, and then the next party I had, I did all the work for them. I did cubes and slices and did it that way. And everyone ate the entire thing. So it was the same thing, just served a different way. And I think when you have more parties and you sort of learn what people like. And so what advice have you been given that you feel has been important for, for building your brand and your company? Well, I've gotten a lot of advice, but one of the top things I think since starting my brand has been, and it sounds so funny, but it's just don't give up. I mean, there has been so many times that I've wanted to throw in the towel because I haven't came up with the best idea, but I always hung in there, and I'm so glad I did because if I would have given up, there's, you know, I wouldn't be talking to you today. I wouldn't be on all these morning shows. I've had so many fabulous opportunities because I haven't quit, even when I wanted to. You know, just take a break, step back, even if it's for a week. In the end, it's, I think, the perseverance that a small business going, really. Well, any last tips for anybody when they're opening their houses and entertaining this summer and coming back from the beach? Any quick tips for our our fun entertainers out there? Well, I, you know, I encourage all of you to get out there and entertain, even if it's a small dinner party, or just have friends over for a glass of wine and a couple snacks. It doesn't have to be crazy, but once you keep doing it, and you'll be a party pro. Well, thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And I I wish you the best of luck with your new venture with your online shop. I think it sounds like a great idea. I would definitely take advantage because I am one of those people who love to entertain, but I absolutely don't want to go to all those stores in one one afternoon. (laughs) Thank you. I'm I'm excited about it. We'll see you on Nantucket very soon. All right. Sounds good. Thank you for listening. This is Camille's Demi Hour on 89.5 Nantucket's NPR station. Tune in every weekend, Saturday and Sunday at 12.35 p.m. Cheers.